1: Outdoor Ed with Dr. T is back on the air, and uh, we're so glad to have you back. Uh, and you are probably our only show creator who brings in props. <laughs> so, props to you. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so, what do we got? What are we covering today?
0: Well, I have a special prop today uh, filled with some live creatures and some not live material. We are going to be talking about verma composting.
1: <laughs> I take it verma is the short form of vermin. No. No, I'm wrong. Although
0: some people might call these vermin, but they're not. They're (laughs) not. They're really beneficial. They're really good. So another term for vermicomposting is composting with worms, a worm bin. So my prop today is a miniature worm bin that I brought in. It looks like, well, it looks like a bunch of wet paper and dirt and not a whole lot of worms in there. (laughs) Let's
1: just say when you walked in, I thought you were bringing me brownies. (laughs) Yeah. You asked if they were
0: edible, and I said, well, they were edible because we feed them food scraps.
1: Okay.
0: And so, in this container with all this organic matter oh. are a whole bunch of little red worms.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. I see some movement there, yes. Dr. T. <laughs> yeah.
0: They, they don't like the light, so they're hiding from us. Oh.
1: Okay. All right. So I when you <laughs> look
0: into a worm bin, you won't see a lot of the worms because they don't like light. They like the darkness, and they like the moist places.
1: Well, I like, I like all our guests to feel comfortable, so you want me to dim the
0: light? <laughs> yes, <laughs> mood lighting. <laughs>
1: Excellent.
0: Yeah, so these worm bins are something that we're bringing into the all the schools here at Cedarburg, and... I have worked with a lot of different student groups uh, to help create a number of worm bins. We have eight worm bins now going in the school district. The green team from the middle school and the environmental club from the high school helped put these together. They learned how to construct a worm bin, which is essentially, in this case, it's a plastic container. We use um, 18-gallon totes, plastic totes. We put some newspaper in there. We soak the newspaper uh, add some worms to it, and then start feeding it with food scraps. And where are you uh,
1: keeping these, may I ask? <laughs> where well, is
0: there's a bunch of them in my office right now. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. But there
0: is an ongoing Adopt a Worm Bin program.
1: <laughs> You're never lonely, are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a bunch of teachers at the schools just got emails this week on adopting a bin in their classroom. So for a month, the students get to adopt a bin. They learn how to take care of these worms. They learn the value of these worm bins for composting and reducing food waste. Yeah. We get to use them as a really cool scientific observation tool because well, one of the big things is I'm trying to do... Outdoor education, but in the middle of a Wisconsin winter, <laughs> it's kind of hard and it's, it's kind of depressing to not be able to have a whole lot of life to show the kids. So, come,
1: come now, we have a full nine degrees today. <laughs> what are you complaining about? I know
0: this is today's the exact day. I actually had to cancel some activities oh, because no. it was too cold to get the kids outside yeah. because of the wind. Yeah, so this is my alternate alternative to being able to go outside but still have the kids work with something that's living, yeah, um, that they can do observations of, do scientific studies of, and be able to get their hands hands dirty literally
2: <laughs>
0: get their hands in the dirt
1: absolutely oh, you were you were uh noodling around there before and uh whereas initially it looked like brownies now it's yeah that's truly kind of yeah. gross yeah no well, i don't know well i mean there's parts of yes. yeah it's just sort of like it looks like maybe you emptied someone's hot lunch tray into there's well
0: we kind of did there's some seeds in here there's some squash seeds in here there's some apple cores that were apple cores um there's a Bean sprout?
1: <laughs> These worms are really happy about all this, aren't they? Oh, they are very happy. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I guess one of the motivators behind worm bins in general is that, so we live, again, in a climate where winter is cold. So anybody yeah. who's interested in composting, we can't compost outside in the winter here, right. nope. which kind of stinks because it's just, it's too cold. All those living yeah. organisms that do the work can't be active.
1: Certainly, yeah. And
0: so we can bring that idea of composting, breaking down all this organic matter into a into the building through a worm bin by having a smaller space, essentially, that's dedicated towards the compost activity. And in this case, we use worms to speed up the process. Okay. Because they... Eat a lot,
1: <laughs> and in the turn, worms and not have a lot in common, then. Uh. Yeah, well, they
0: eat a lot, and then, it, which is a very important activity here, they poop a lot.
1: Yes, well, I won't get into that here on the air, but anyway, uh, that's uh, that's great. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Um, so, what what schools and what grade levels are kind of into this right now? I mean, is it sort of any, everybody or It's
0: everybody. So, all of the environmental science classes here at the high school have already had. Worked with the worm bins um, and looked at the worms up close and learned about how like their habitats and what it takes and what they do for um, decreasing food waste. Um, All of the seventh graders just went through these worm bins in the last month, so there was over 200 students that used these bins that got up close with the worms. They were using this as a living biology lab, so they were investigating the worms and learning how the worms move and you know muscles that they use and things like that. So there's a lot of different ways that we could use these worm bins, which is which is really neat. Yeah. And then now I'm starting with elementary students um, starting next week actually some of the fifth graders are going to have adopting a bin in their classroom and so then they're going to learn about you know how to take care of these worms we're going to do some scientific observations they're going to write down what they see and then over a four-week period they get to record how much food do these worms eat how much are they breaking down seeing like what contribution these worms are making towards food waste and the students get to bring in their food scraps so they can bring in things like Banana peels, yeah, and the apple cores, and throw it right into the bins, and see that hey, this isn't going into the yeah. waste stream; it's going to something that's way better.
1: So, our food waste—just for background for people who are wondering—I mean, what what detriment is that to our ecosystem? I mean, what are we uh, what are we doing to ourselves? May I ask?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: so this is something that I've kind of I, I've thought a lot about because. Sometimes when we get lazy, or you know, when we have all this garbage that we create, and where do we put it all? It goes into the gar- nearest garbage bin, sure. almost all. Unless it's right. a couple of pieces of recycling, you know, right. tin cans or paper or something like that. Um, but almost all of it, even our food scraps, go into the garbage. And I incorrectly assumed for a long time that oh, throwing in this banana peel or apple peel, it's like this will just help decomposition yeah, in no the landfill. Right? Yeah, yeah like no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah, I was wrong. Oh. What I found out was that when you throw this organic matter into the landfill, it does not break down um, because it's put into a really compact space and there isn't oxygen and the living organisms that it needs to actually decompose like it does in this worm bin. And so it just takes up space. And so if you think about it this way, all that organic matter, all that food scraps could be used for something much more beneficial in- Okay in creating new soils that are, you know, nutrient dense and great fertilizers for other plants. When it goes to the landfill, it is like nothing. It's actually just taking up excess space it's it shouldn't space. be. There. Yeah. It's kind of like when we throw plastic water bottles or aluminum cans into the landfill, we're like, we really shouldn't be doing that because yeah. that stuff can be used somewhere else. And sure, it's the sure. same thing with the food scraps. Huh. So That's a
1: whole other angle. Yeah, I've yeah. never thought in these terms before, so yeah, I
0: yeah. <laughs> I hadn't either. I just always thought it was like, oh, I'm doing something good by adding a little more organic matter into the, you know, to our waste, but that's not the case. So it's kind of a change, you know, thinking that when we talk about like reduce, reuse, recycle, that some of that reducing actually needs to be some of our food waste as well. And what can we do with it then? Yeah. So this is one way to do it. Worm bins are not something that you can do like, you know, we can't do a worm bin on the whole school level right, necessarily, right. but at least it gets the conversation going and gets these yeah. kids to start thinking about, hey, where am I going with my apple cores, you know, or my whatever it is that I'm eating for lunch?
1: Right. So, um take the I'll, I'll use uh, example you've already used the average banana peel. Yeah. How long would it take to break down in in a, in a worm bin? What would it? I mean, what what kind of time period are you looking for for like turnover? Uh, you you yeah. said they're they're pretty hungry, obviously. So uh, they're. Yeah.
0: So in our worm bins, and like I said, we use. 18 gallon totes for them and there's probably several thousand worms in there these worms are not big you know most of them are between like an inch to three inches at the most they're called red wrigglers and they're cute they're cute (laughs) so in our worm bins we can feed about a cup of food or scraps like per week we don't want to do more than that because they can't keep up with it
1: then you got a stinky bin
0: then you start getting a stinky bin Yeah. yeah but if you manage it right and you just add just the right amount they will break that all down within a week or two. Oh, not bad. Okay. Yeah. So Excellent. right before Christmas, uh, we had a couple bins actually at the high school who got a little bit, uh, the, the high <laughs> overzealous. school students got a little overzealous <laughs> in feeding the bins. And so we started to get some stinky fly infested messes. And so I said, all right, the way to to fix this problem <laughs> get more worms. And it a big problem, <laughs> is to let the worms do the work. And I was like, don't feed them over break. Just let them go. Sure. And after break, so we had about two weeks there, we came back and everything was gone. Good job, guys. All <laughs> the food scraps, go Absolutely. worms, right? <laughs> so the flies were gone because the food that the the flies were feeding on, the food matter, it was gone because the worms had eaten it all.
1: Awesome. So the yeah. flies were
0: gone, there was no smell anymore. So in a really short period of time, it can break down all that Food waste. Yeah. Yeah. A
1: which little is, patience. Which is and, really uh, neat.
0: Yeah. You just can't yeah. overfeed it. So that's yeah. one of the things is balancing out like how much we feed them. I mean, yeah. it's just like us. We don't want to eat too much, right? It just makes us feel sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All true. <Yeah. laughs> Interesting. So, so what's the next steps for this uh, project? You've uh, you furthered this along. Is this going to be a, a long term where bin, or is this something? Yeah. Uh,
0: so, what I'm hoping is we're going to do this through the rest of the school year, um, reach out to different you know, teachers to see who wants to adopt a bin for a month. And that I've got bins at every one of the elementary schools or two bins at all the elementary schools. Um, and I'll also be working with some Girl Scout, Boy Scout troops that are interested in having, you know, learning about how to build one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and maybe we'll do some kind of community um, educational thing. Cause I've had a lot of interest in I like, was how do <laughs> these work and what do they look like? Cause I can't really describe that here. Well, you know,
1: as best <laughs> we can on the radio and yeah. <laughs> we do have some limitations. Um, have you thought of bringing it to any uh, <clears throat> local libraries?
2: Possibly. Like, uh, you know, we'll have to have that
1: conversation <laughs> off the air afterwards because I think that this would be especially for our youth services department yeah. they would love, kids would love this. This is just I mean yeah. it's everything kids love. It's uh, you know garbage and worms and, all, and dirt and everything that, that's cool.
0: <laughs> and parents don't worry if you have a worm bin at home they don't they don't look gross. It's just a plastic container with a lid on it. <laughs> right. Seriously you can't They don't pelt. get loose. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> they're, they're not interested in uh, you know uh, checking out your living room. They want, uh, they want your junk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I I have one at home and it works It works great to put your stuff in. Nice. Yeah, nice, so it's, it's it's a really a cool thing, learning tool. Kids love worms too. Just everybody gets so excited about the worms. It's so funny that's when so you awesome. see them up close. And <laughs> another
1: very kind of obvious question, where do you get these worms, may I ask? Where? Do, I mean, where?
0: yeah, well, so the worms that are in these are called red wrigglers, right. which are the same worms that people use for bait when you go fishing. Sure. So you can start these by going to a local bait shop and buying some. There we go. The only challenge there is that usually the quantity is not as much as what we want. Right. So the way that I started these was I didn't actually buy worms. I put out a call to the Cedarburg community and said, hey, who has worms in worm bins? Can you share some of your worms? And I got a lot of worms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my. So these were all. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> these Dr. were all G. started with other people's
0: worm bins because if your bin is doing really well, they just keep reproducing and you get a lot of worms in there and you can split it with. Other folks and start up eight new worm bins. There we go. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, assuming, yeah, I, I'm
1: assuming. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming worms beget worms. Yes. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a, a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, uh, some of these worm
0: bins got started in October and they are doing really well to the point where we could probably start splitting some of them into new bins. Even
1: so, from this is uh, great things come just from this from the from the yeah. core. You could just keep on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And I could see that becoming a community wide project. I mean, why wouldn't uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's great stuff. Awesome. All right.
0: Hopefully somebody will adopt bin for the summertime so we don't have to take care of eight of them
1: that sounds really good and we should uh you know hopefully uh, if our conversation goes well off the air maybe uh check your uh library uh (laughs) library mailer or your newsletter for a potential thing so we
0: should make it happen
1: i think so all right well thanks for coming in this is as always exciting and fun and uh very cool (laughs) (laughs) i did not expect a bucket of worms today on (laughs) outdoor ed with dr t we'll be back soon thank you